0: Order yourself a copy today of my new book, Christmas Past: The Fascinating Stories Behind Our Favorite Holidays Traditions. Available in hardcover and ebook from Lions Press and as an audiobook from recorded books narrated by yours truly. Available at all your favorite online booksellers, and remember, it makes a great gift. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Again? Again? Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. A slimy nose. Slimy nose? nose. (laughs) Slimy nose. Christmas of 2022 has arrived! Whether you're hearing this on Christmas Day itself or sometime after, let me extend my warmest wishes of the season and my deep thanks for being with the Christmas Past family for another season. Whether you've been listening since the beginning in 2016, just joined us this year, or somewhere in between, I'm glad you're here with us one more time for 2022 as we continue this annual tradition, the seventh year running, where we take a look back at this year's Christmas and review the things that made it what it was. It's a bit about reminiscing and a bit about capturing these things for the record. Because starting tomorrow, Christmas of 2022 belongs to Christmas Past. This year had a bit of an out-of-the-frying-pan-and-into-the-fire feel to it. The last two Christmases were dampened by the pandemic in so many ways. And just as we turned the corner on much of that, we found ourselves facing inflation in a way we haven't had to deal with in a while, and concerns of a looming recession. Reports came out throughout the season and from across the country about families scaling back on their Christmas spending. USA Today cited a survey from WalletHub that found that 50% of Americans would be buying fewer Christmas gifts due to rising prices. The New York Times quoted the National Christmas Tree Association as saying that natural Christmas trees would cost an average of 10% more this season. Speaking of Christmas trees, it was the 100th anniversary of the National Christmas Tree held on the grounds of President's Park. Calvin Coolidge was the first to oversee its lighting. And since we're on anniversaries, it was 75 Christmases ago this year when the Marine Corps Reserve launched Toys for Tots. And 30 Christmases ago for the debut of that beloved movie, The Muppet Christmas Carol. For new Christmas movies, we have the eagerly anticipated A Christmas Story Christmas, in which Ralphie Parker, all grown up and with a family of his own, had to return to his hometown and provide a classic Christmas for his family after the passing of his dear old man. The streaming services had their usual offerings for comedies and romances, including Netflix's Falling for Christmas, starring Lindsay Lohan. And we got a new animated version of A Christmas Carol, also from Netflix. Apple TV gave us Spirited, starring Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell. And we saw theatrical releases, including Violent Night, starring David Harbour, as Santa Claus. It's a campy action flick where Santa dukes it out with the bad guys. And if you love those G-rated Christmas romances, well, you were in luck with dozens upon dozens of new Christmas fare offering just that from the Hallmark Channel and its many competitors. Hallmark alone served up a whopping 40 new movies, and Hallmark continues to push the boat out by exploring more inclusive casting and storylines, and expanding outside its tried-and-true formula. Three Wise Men and a Baby was a major hit for Hallmark, even though it was radically different from most other movies they offer. While that was just a small sampling of what came out this year, it's impossible to cover them all, because according to several sources, more than 170 Christmas movies arrived in 2022. On the music scene, like most years, we had lots of new offerings from familiar artists. The Backstreet Boys put out a Christmas album, as did Debbie Gibson and Gloria Estefan. That was her second Christmas album ever, arriving nearly 30 years after her first one with 1993's Christmas Through Your Eyes. Alicia Keys released a new Christmas album available for streaming only on Apple Music, but CDs and LPs are available. Future Islands did a pretty faithful rendition of Wham!s Last Christmas, and the spirited soundtrack has proven to be a crowd favorite. My personal pick for the season is Katia Bonet's California Holiday. She does some fresh renditions of Christmas tunes from the Jackson 5 and, believe it or not, the Sesame Street Christmas special. We also had a bit of drama on the Christmas music scene. Many people would consider Mariah Carey the Queen of Christmas, including Mariah Carey herself. So she attempted to trademark the term Queen of Christmas when referring to herself and her music. Problem is, another artist named Elizabeth Chan had already claimed that title and a court battle ensued. And Mariah Carey lost that court battle. As for things here at Christmas Past headquarters, it was a very special Christmas in many ways. First, it was a big year for Christmas Past itself. The Christmas Past book released in November in hardcover and as an audiobook narrated by yours truly. Of course, when you write a book, you hope it will succeed, but I wasn't ready for just how much of a wonderful reception it got. Christmas Past was a number one new release for more than a month on Amazon. The audiobook was named one of Apple Books' must-listens. It received mentions in some pretty prestigious media outlets like the Saturday Evening Post, Time, and many others. And I had an absolute blast appearing on countless podcasts, TV news segments, author talks, and book signings to get the word out. What a privilege it's been. And if all goes to plan, it's just the beginning of a new phase for Christmas past. And then, of course, there's family Christmas time at home with my wife and baby Dash, who celebrated his second birthday in November, making this his third Christmas with us. Last year he had only been walking for a few months, come Christmas time, and we felt okay putting up a tree and keeping it in a gated off area. But this year he's climbing on everything like he's part mountain goat. We had to be a little more strategic about what kinds of decorations we put up and where we put them. We did put up a tree, but we made the decision not to use any irreplaceable ornaments or anything that could break. And one of the ways we had a little fun with this was with an idea that came to me on kind of a whim. Every evening, I would make a homemade Christmas cracker filled with one unbreakable ornament and a small snack. I would place it in the branches of the tree for him to discover the following day. I made up a story about how the cracker was left by a magical Christmas goose who lives at an enchanted duck pond nearby. All throughout the season, morning by morning, we decorated the tree with one new ornament left by the Christmas goose the night before. Yes, it's a silly idea that just came out of nowhere, but I have a feeling we'll be doing it many more Christmases to come. And now that I'm a dad, I'm doing my best to carry on the traditions that I came to love from my mom. This year, we counted down to Christmas on a homemade Advent calendar, which my mom faithfully recreated based on the original I grew up with. And I also tried my hand at creating one of her gingerbread houses using the exact recipe and cutout templates that she used decades ago. You can see pictures of all of that on my social media. And by the time you hear this, we will have departed wonderful Willow Glen, California for the rest of the year and headed out to Massachusetts. We're looking forward to a good old-fashioned family New England Christmas, and early weather reports sound like there's at least a chance of snow. I'll end this episode as I typically do, with my heartfelt thanks for another wonderful season of Christmas Past. Thank you to everyone who listened throughout the season. Thanks to everyone who told a friend about the show and helped the Christmas Past family to grow. Thanks to everyone who bought a copy of the book, either for themselves or as a gift. Thank you to everyone who shared a Christmas memory. Thanks to everyone who wrote in just to say hi and let me know how their season was going. I always love to hear from you, and let me invite you to reach out any time of year. So all that's left to do now is wish you the compliments of the season and extend my warmest regards. Wherever you are, and however you celebrate, and whoever you call family, I hope that this Christmas season is filled with love and laughter, with reminiscing about old memories and creating new ones, with indulgent treats and favorite activities and cherished traditions carried on. A very Merry Christmas to you. And as I wave goodbye, I say don't you cry, I'll be back again someday. I'm already thinking about Season 8 of the podcast, and I just might drop a couple of episodes throughout the year. So stay subscribed, and stay festive, and let me remind you one last time that Christmas Past is produced in wonderful Willow Glen, California, by yours truly, Brian Earle. Let's stay connected on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and you can join our private Christmas Past Facebook group for a year-long celebration. Write me anytime at christmaspastpodcast at gmail.com, and if you're really feeling the Christmas spirit, why not help more people discover the show? It's as simple as telling a friend about it or leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. If you do leave a review, I'll send you a Christmas past sticker and a handwritten Christmas card as my way of saying thanks any time of year. Once again, a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, and until we meet again, may your days be merry and bright.